All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another podcast, uh, the Icebox Pod with 412 Sports Cards and Icy Ice Cards. We are bringing you the double-digit episode, episode 10, I believe. Um, it is. And we're going to talk a little bit about the F1 race, the a little bit about PWCC's auctions, hopefully, and then just a little bit about the football season uh, and discussing about where the market is compared to where it was and a little bit about where it's headed. But um, to start with the F1, Robbie is going to – well, he watched it. I did watch it. I'm. I, I maybe I'm in the minority. I think I'm in a small percentage that actually watched it. Yeah, I know absolutely nothing besides Max won, and there was a big controversy. There was so enormous just, controversy. Yeah. So if you can just dive into that and hopefully explain that, because if you're a viewer or a listener and you're like me, I understand what happened, but I don't understand why it's controversial or like understand like the reasons. I guess. Yeah. I First of all, let me start by saying I can't believe that I actually enjoy watching it as much as I do because I always hate it on people who watch NASCAR. But uh, I actually enjoy this like a lot. But there are a couple controversies. I think what you're talking about, the one is that occurred in the last lap. I think it's like 58 yes, laps yeah. are in the race. There was another one earlier in the race where Max and Lewis went into the, well, cause Max started on pole, which is like the first position on the, on the grid. And then Lewis started in second, but Lewis got away faster and they came like side by side into a turn on the first lap and Max made the turn and Lewis went off the track, but then like gained an advantage by going off the track and like cutting off a corner. And that was, uh, a big scandal because Max was ahead of Lewis into the turn, but Lewis came out of the turn ahead of him and you can't go off the track and gain the lasting advantage. And the stewards, oh. the stewards look into this stuff. And what often happens is the person that went off the track and gained an unfair advantage uh, is sent, is told to give back the place. And then they have to let the other person pass them. And that did not happen, which the commentators seem to think that Max got scammed out of uh, being first in the race there. And Lewis, the entire race had the faster car. I think nobody would deny that his car is better. It's much faster down the straights. And he is also uh, probably one of the, the, him and Michael Schumacher, are like the most accomplished drivers ever. So he's like very accomplished, but yeah, it all came one like four or five in a row or something crazy. Yeah, I think he'd won like, like three or four in a row. Yeah, something yeah, like that. And this would have been his eighth world championship, which would have tied Michael Schumacher for the most ever. But then obviously he did not win. Wow. But it was it was a he was ahead the whole race. He was ahead the whole race. If you ever viewers, if you I mean, there were some well, I could talk for a long time. There were some great parts. There was some team play where, do you know how like there's teams on Formula One? A little bit, yeah. Like each team has two drivers. There are 10 teams, each with two drivers. Like one of the other Red Bull drivers like held up Lewis Hamilton and like Max gained like five seconds on him. Like just from like that one guy from his teammates slowing him down for like a really long time, which was pretty awesome. But then what you want to, I've rambled enough. What you want to hear about was the last lap and Five laps from the end, a guy who was in like last place 
crashes into the boards like his back wheels like just lost it and he just rams into the board right at the exit of a turn so it's in like a dangerous spot so then do you know how like a safety car works i mean i know that they exist but i don't necessarily know how it works so they bring out the safety car and the safety car bunches the pack together and makes everyone reduce their speed by 40%. So it closes a lot of like the gaps that existed in the race, which is good for Max, who was in second place at this point. And he had gone in for some new tires under the safety car, because like, so if everyone's going on the circuit at like a slower speed, then you, then, you know, when you go into the pit, you don't lose as much time on these because the people outside are going, only 60% of full speed. So it's like a better time to get a set of new tires. And he was going to lose. So, I mean, you figure why not try to get the new tires. And so he comes out of the pits and there are lapped cars. So there are cars that he has lapped that are situated between him and Lewis. And he's still in second after going into the pit because he was ahead by so much. And Lewis is in first and he's in second. And there are a couple cars in the middle that have been lapped. I, 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 there could be some real F1 fans that are more knowledgeable than me. I could be wrong, but there are cars in the middle of them for sure. And they're all going behind the safety car and race control comes on and says that the lapped cars are not going to be allowed to pass the safety car when it all ends. So that is when the safety car ends and keep in mind, we're five laps from the end of the race. When the safety car came out, when the safety car ends, That means Max has to make his way past all these cars to get up to behind Lewis. And like, granted, they're going to be told, like given orders that say like, get out of the way, but it still slows him down like a ton. And the odds of him catching Lewis were like 0% because the safety car was going to end with only one or two laps left in the race. Right. And so he would have lost, he would have lost, but then there was a change in the race orders that comes out. And it says that those lapped cars can pass the safety car. So the lapped cars go out from behind Lewis and ahead of the safety car out and like lead the parade basically. And they storm off into the distance. And then Max is right behind Lewis because of that, because of that change in rules. And he's got tires that are brand new and Lewis's tires are shot. And then Max just beat him right on down the last lap. Safety car ended with one lap. Max had new tires that he'd gotten during the safety car. And then because of the change of the rules, he won. He would not have won if they did not let those cars pass. And it was huge scandal because it basically decided the world championship. Wow. I guess either way, that's got to be pretty bad for the sport. I mean, honestly, I don't think it, it, there have been a ton of, there's all these rules issues all the time because like how long the safety car lasts is subjective. And like in the race before they like blew the race dead and they, they made all the cars come back into the pits and they like would start the race over. They had to start the race over two or three times last or the week before because of too big of accidents. And like, that's subjective. There's so much subjective stuff that goes into like formula one racing that just impacts everything. Okay. I kind of understand it now. So that's at least, yeah, because I had absolutely no idea how to, uh, like, understand that. But yeah, yeah. it was, it was like a procedural decision, basically, that they had said they were going to do one thing. 
two or three laps later, they said, actually, we changed our minds. This is what's going to happen. And because they changed their minds, Max was in a position to win. And then he did win. Wow. Lewis Hamilton's probably sitting at home a little frustrated right now. Oh, I, I'm sure he was so mad. He does not seem like a happy loser. Uh, neither does Max, to be fair. Uh, they both seem like just be angry if they lost. Yeah, I've heard like from some people that watch it, there's actually a decent amount of like trash talking that goes on in like their interviews and stuff. Like they kind of it's like, like it's like subtle trash talking. Yeah, they like yeah, they just like hint at this person or like like they don't ever like name drop and be like, oh, this person's this or something, but yeah. I don't know, it's pretty intriguing. I'll I'll definitely have to try to watch it. Did you ever watch Drive to Survive? No, that's what I was gonna say next. Is I need to watch that. That's what I oh what are you doing, Matt? You gotta watch Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive is amazing. Huh. Maybe I will watch it then. I highly, highly recommend. You will not be disappointed. It's so good. Hmm. Yeah, I'll give it a shot then and see. Because, yeah, that whole F1 thing, like, I don't really have any interest in NASCAR at all. But if there's, like, it seems like that's different. Because it seems like this a lot of the crowd that does not like NASCAR still likes F1. Well, the, each circuit is different. And it's not just a circle. Like, some of them yeah, are, like, city yeah. streets. But, like, I'm telling you right now. And this is also to all the listeners. If you have not watched Drive to Survive and you have a Netflix account, you got to do it. I would never in a million years have dreamed that I'd be a racing fan. You watch that show and you're an F1 fan. It's as simple as that. It's so good. It's so good. I watched like a bunch, a bunch of episodes at a time. Like I watched it after I finished like, after I finished like finals or something last year. And I was like waiting around before I went home. Hmm. So how many episodes is in like the most recent season? Eight, 10, somewhere in there. They're like 45 minutes ish. It's so good. And it's Drive to Survive. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, yeah, right here. Okay. Oh, so they each season covers a year. So, like, season one is 2018, season two is 2019, and then season three is 2020. So it's like COVID. Oh, yeah, it looks like 10 episodes. They're about. 37 to 50 minutes yeah it's awesome it's such a good show yeah i'll actually definitely give that a shot i'll check it out we might have to have a little review on the pod or something because oh i would i would love to do a little review honestly i could watch that show again it's so good huh but yeah that's been that was the highlight of my weekend Uh, not to be confused with the pain that had come shortly before, which was the Steelers having a humiliating defeat. Yeah. You know what I think that happened now that I look back at it? I think it happened because I bought that Claypool auto for $8. It was it was meant to be. Yeah. I don't think I – like, I couldn't have gotten, like, too good of a deal. You know what I mean? Like, they had to, like – Yeah, like, he had to suck and, like, yeah. be the object of controversy for you to get that yeah. for 8 bucks. Yeah, anyways, for the listeners, I bought a Claypool auto for $8 on only alt. So if you're not slabbed, a slabbed Claypool auto. Yeah, slabbed. And on card auto too. And yeah, it was a yeah, if you're not on only alt, you should definitely check it out. I mean, there's not like a ton of good deals. I bought like three cards on there over the whole time I've been on there. But it's interesting stuff to look at. It's kind of fun. 
The only thing that's a little frustrating is like there's like very, very little on there. So like you yeah. search like Jackie Robinson, it's like there are three Jackie Robinson cards on the platform. Or like yeah. you search like David Ortiz, it's like there are zero David Ortiz cards on the platform. But there are steals like that. Like mm-hmm. I think that your Claypool was from Encased, right? Yeah. And I think that it's growing too. So it's like is it? Like I'd, if you're trying to buy cards, I'd probably get on there sooner rather than later just because yeah, I think it is gaining in popularity. Like their first auction was like 25 cards. And I think Well, that's pretty auction, lame. Holy cow. Yeah, this auction I think is like I want to say it's like 250, like 10 times the size. Do, is that like PWCC where they all end at the same time? No, they're spaced out by like five-ish minutes, and there's no extended bidding or anything. Oh, I, I would say it's more like eBay. But they all end on the same day. Yeah, they do all end on the same day. Yeah. What the heck? Oh, wow. That's actually kind of cool. Literally yep. nobody... People used to talk about alt, and now no one even cares about alt, is how it seems to me. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's It's gone down in popularity a little bit. Yeah, I don't know why no one cares about all, but oh yeah, I'm looking this up. There are 250 items on the auction, huh? But there are some big cards on there. Yeah, there what the heck? Max. There are some huge cards. Like there's a LeBron Topps Chrome Rookie Refractor 9.5, I believe. Yeah, and there's a second year Topps Chrome LeBron Gold BGS 9.5. What? Yeah. They're definitely not messing around. A, Don, a Donovan Mitchell R, uh, NTRPA and Anthony Edwards NTRPA. A Patrick Mahone's Optic Gold Rookie. PSA 10 Refractor Kevin Durant. Holy cow, there's a Sidney Crosby Future Watch PSA 10. What the heck? Yeah, they're Dude, not this messing is around. wild. Yeah. I had no clue this kind of stuff was on here. Wow, now yeah. we're more on the lookout. Yeah, very nice, very nice cards, for sure. Listeners, you guys got to check this out. If you're in the market for, like, any higher-end stuff, I would uh, – this auction is very appealing to me because I feel like there's so few eyes, especially if you're into something that's a little more niche, you could do really well. Like, you could – I bet some of this stuff goes for cheap. Yeah, that's the thing was – uh, like – I mean, obviously, this isn't like a paid promotion or anything, but like I've gotten really good deals on there. Like it, I don't know. Like I, yeah, I definitely recommend it. I mean, it it takes work, but that's no different than PWCC or eBay. Like you definitely have to comp stuff out. And yeah, and especially if you're looking for high end stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of high end. There's a Devin Booker mojo on here. What the heck? Yeah, pretty much everything is just like fun to watch for me because I can't afford like any of it. But it, it's, yeah, it's, there's definitely some affordable stuff. Like in the last auction, I've been on like 10 cards and they were all in like the $200 range. So, oh, did okay. I, any, I did I win any of them? No, I got murdered in like all 10 auctions, but that's all right. Hey, this is still pretty cool. Wow. I'm going to check this out later today now. Uh, Writing this down in my notes for something to do later for some fun. And yeah, Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Distraction from finals week. Yeah, it's good. That's good for when you are not wanting to do any Excel. 
yeah. Anyways, you you want to talk some about the PWCC? Um, what we got or uh, thought? I I we really do sound like a paid advertisement, but this is just the stuff that we do, and this is this is the stuff that we're interested in, and we talk about because we yeah. like the cards. We like the cards on there. I this was the first time I'd ever bid seriously on something, and I must say I hated the extended bidding. But we won't talk about that anymore. Yeah. Um, what do you get? What do you get? So I ended up getting two cards. And here's the thing about extended bidding is it was done after the first or second round. So you know how there's the first 30 minutes and then it goes to five? Yeah. I had to wait the 30 minutes and then one at the end of the first five round is when I got it. So I didn't Wow, have to, so not many bids. No, yeah. So I didn't have to wait a long time at all, which was very thankful. But I got a... LeBron 2016 optic preview um, PSA nine, which I don't know if the listeners know about that card. And you said you'd never seen it. I had never seen that card before in my life. So basically what they did was Panini wanted to test if like optic was going to be a like desirable product, basically. So they came out with a 15 card checklist and made previews and they only made about 20 to 25 for each player. And then they inserted them. I wish I knew more, but they inserted them in a random product. I don't know which random product It's kind of like, you know how Chronicles is like a ton of like brands combined. Yeah. It was kind of like that. They just like stuck it in another product and then it ended up being like a huge hit. So then they started actually making uh, optic. That's wild. That's so cool. That's actually, it is, it's very hard to figure out. Cause this is no, no, wait. On the back of the card, does it read optic or does it read the set that it was in? I believe. That, because that's the hack. Because I don't know, listeners, if you guys care, I was interested in like 2012 Prism Sidney Crosby stuff. And that's the same way. So 2012 Prism hockey was a three-card box topper in a set called Panini Rookie Anthology. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Prism Hockey was a box topper for another set. So it's like kind of similar. Yeah, so basically on the back, it just says Donruss. And then it says Preview all along the cross of it. Oh, darn it. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's the way they've done like some Obsidian previews. That look like that yeah it doesn't say like well i guess yeah it doesn't say preview all across it but it just says preview on the back like it doesn't say it like that quite it's like a black stamp right no not yeah i guess i said that wrong it just says preview on the back it doesn't say it like stamped like in massive lettering oh but, okay yeah it does make it clear that it is a preview but that card's just appealing to me because well like it's first year like before first year like it actually is first year you know and uh it, there are also a lot of collectors that want to do the set of that, get all 15. Like, there's a random rookie who, like, did not pan out at all. I don't even – I forget his name. But his optic preview goes for, like, 800 bucks. Holy cow. Yeah. I didn't realize we were talking about – I didn't realize that was this kind of card. Holy cow. Yeah, because there's so many people that want to do the set, and you only have, like, 20 to 25 chances to get it. So, it goes That's for nuts. a lot. Yeah. Wow. Even more congratulations. I didn't realize we were talking about that kind of a of a card. 
That's nuts. Yeah, and then the other one I got was the Curry Flawless Auto Gold out of 10, uh, BGS 6.5. So that's another discussion that we were having is, do I keep it as a 6.5 or do I cross it to just like a PSA, you know, authentic auto grade 10? Because yeah, the auto that's is actually, sure a 10. That's a good question to maybe actually talk about on here. Listeners, if you want, send us maybe some DMs or something if you've got any opinions uh, at Icebox Pod on Instagram. But I don't know. So it's the corners, first of all. It's worth noting it's the corners that are a 6.5. That's why. Yeah, it's not like this card is destroyed. Like the other subgrades are really respectable. It's just the corners got a low grade because it's flawless and it's a thick card. Yeah, but 6.5 is oof. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not good. I think when people see an authentic, they assume like seven. Right, yeah. That's why, for me, it's not really about the value because it's a PC card. It's more about like what makes sense almost as far as like presentation goes. Like what would you rather look at? Authentic in a 10 auto, 100%. Okay. Not not even close. I if that's what you're talking about, it's not remotely close. That's what I would take all day. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because that's what my, I think I might do with it. Because that's just slabbed up, and I enjoy that because that's like some of these cards I have that the condition isn't incredible, and I just keep them in a mag. But it's like that except a slab. So it's like, and you get that 10 auto, and it just makes it easier to move if you ever have to move it. I would do that. Especially, I was thinking, presentation, no-brainer for the PSA Authentic for me. But especially if you're going to move it in person, and I know you do a lot of your transactions in person, I think you would have a lot. I think moving an Authentic in person is a heck of a lot easier than online. So I think that issue isn't even that bad because then people could see it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah, that's something to think about because... I do not mind the corner subgrade because like, like I feel like an eight corners is pretty normal for flawless. Yeah. And I mean, and it looks, it presents nicely too. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks nice. So I feel like as long as it's not, you know, like there's no like crease down his face or something like that, which like that would kill the card for me. Like it is just yeah. Other cards have creases on the face that uh, that some might say go for more than they should. Yeah, but those are also from 19, what, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. 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 So that gets into what uh, you bid on. Yeah. Uh, I was looking- didn't, didn't win, but you also didn't overpay. So probably. Yeah. Didn't. We lived to see another day on, on that. I went through like four or five of those five minute things. And then just bowed out. Also, on the baseball PWC auction, there were huge issues with the time. I don't know if you bid on anything in the baseball. I didn't. The time left for the 30 minutes would go 29, 59, 29, 58, 57, 56, 55, and then would go back to 59. And it did that oh, really? for 25 minutes. And then they finally fixed it, and the clock started ticking at like four minutes, and they fixed it. They had some issues with the clock, but. Yeah, we love to see another day. We're holding out for uh, not the authentic, probably, but the the PSA one. Uh, 
or a nice or authentic. Honestly, I wouldn't even need a nice or authentic. If I could get that same card, but for just a more reasonable price, I would have. Yeah. But I just yeah. thought it seemed like a reach given what other stuff goes for in in PSA 1. Yeah, so... Uh, so that's Hey, that's PSA authentic, you know? Just like yeah. that Curry. Yep, yeah, yeah, totally equal cards. 19. Yeah, they totally... They totally look the same. Yeah. 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 Vintage PSA authentic versus modern PSA authentic. Not the same. (laughs) No. (laughs) Sadly. But yeah. So that was a pretty interesting. I, I mean, next week we might have to get in like a little, I mean, we don't want to talk about this every podcast, but like football ends tonight if you're listening. So like, that's kind of interesting. The only one that I'm really interested in is just seeing what the Brady 2012 silver 10 goes for things going for a ton yeah this is yeah listeners oh I, I it does sound like we talk about this a lot but at least for me speaking for myself this is a very very fun for me just to like look at this consolidated group of like really nice cards and then like see what yeah. they go for i don't know that's what i've always enjoyed doing i don't know if you guys ever do this sometimes i just watch stuff on ebay just to see what it goes for and this yeah. is literally yeah. just that except it's us talking about what we enjoy which is doing that yeah i yeah like on pwcc my watch list is absolutely massive and there's like one card that i actually want to buy like there's just it's just interesting to see like where the market's at like what people will pay for like certain things or even like seeing a card that you have sell so you know like okay here's that's so fun yeah Yeah, that's that's fun too yep um you want to talk nfl a little yeah, moving on to the NFL, which is kind of, you know, we're going to see a lot of where the market's at tonight at PWCC. Oh, um, this is, oh, good point. It's true. Yeah, because there is a lot of quarterbacks who started out very high with some made-up Super Bowl hopes, such as, you know, Daniel Jones at the National. His stuff was flying. Sam Darnold at the national, his stuff was flying Uh, a little different, but like Baker, his stuff was flying at the national, like Baker to me still has a chance, but like Darnold and Jones, those might've been tough buys like Teddy Bridgewater, his stuff flying at the national, just all these Broncos are not trash though. Yeah. But I mean, for where his cards were, it's pretty okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and then it's not like Daniel Jones bad. No, no, not quite. But even Josh Allen, what is going to happen with that man? They have an easy schedule, so it could turn around. But yeah, it in the playoffs they might get they might be a first round exit. I I if I had to make a prediction, I would say they are a first round exit. Yeah, oh I yeah, Josh Allen certainly last but not least. He was number 1 in the hype rankings for yeah, literally all of 2021 until the season. Like after the Super Bowl into the next season, he was number 1 in the hype rankings. Yeah, it'll be his stuff skyrocketed. His prism yeah, PSA 10 I, I, I'm scared to even look up what it went for. Yeah. I think it's interesting because like your classic investor, like is probably like, ah, dang it. But like, he has an incredible fan base still. Like the Bill Mafia does not mess around. And 
I know there are a few like insane bills collectors with like kind of like the unlimited money type mm-hmm. deal that'll definitely be still buying his stuff. Yeah, his stuff's been hit. In October, his prism was like 900 bucks. And then now it's like all a bunch of clump sales at like 550. And that's like mm-hmm. since October. Yeah. But, but that's not even the best metric. The best metric of is the high end. And it I, I oof. Because that's the stuff that really went to the moon. I oh yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would uh not be complaining if I had Josh Allen uh as my quarterback right now, given the current state of quarterback play, but it not worth yeah. uh not worth the money. Oh yeah, both of us. I mean Steelers and Lions, like we would Oh take- yeah, you would you would take him too. Yeah, yeah, you'd be Yeah, happy. I would I would I would give up the franchise for him. At, at I think this- we might have the two worst quarterbacks in the league. It's close. I don't know. Daniel Jones is pretty bad. I don't know. Yeah, I would avoid Danny Dimes at all cost as well. <laughs> Danny Dimes, not his cards might be worth dimes in the future, but <laughs> he, he's definitely not not dropping dimes like they thought he was gonna. But. I thought about buying Daniel Jones before the season just because it was so cheap, and you're like, you know, like lottery ticket type play. And I thankfully I didn't do it. Yeah. Honestly. Rip, I don't know if we talked about on the pod before, but Rip, what we thought was, we both thought was going to be the best, the best like risk adjusted, like return type offseason football play, which was Dwayne Haskins, who in reality has turned out to be it just would have been such a terrible play. Everything went yeah. right too for it to be, for it to be a massive payoff, but he did yeah. not get the start over Mason Rudolph when Ben There's- was hurt. There's a hundred percent something happening like that, like the general public just doesn't know about. Like, there's no reason that they see potential in Mason Rudolph. So, like, he must be like, you know, struggling mentally or like off the field or like not. He has had a history. Yeah, like he's had a history. So this must be continued because there's no reason to not give him a chance over Mason Rudolph. Like matchup, like dude to dude, talent to talent wise. Like, there's no reason. Mason Rudolph is so bad that I thought if you would have told me before the season that Dwayne Haskins wouldn't get a chance to start over Mason Rudolph, I would have said, you're nuts. I would say, what the heck are the Steelers doing? But that's another one. I don't know. Did his, I think his cards actually did go up upon the announcement that he was traded or the Steelers had signed him. Yeah, they did. And you know what, actually, I got to be careful what I say about him because do you still have the cards. I only have one. Oh, okay. But that's why I'm saying I it's uh, going out for consignment tomorrow. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, be... we can't we can't hate on it. We can't. I you know with our massive audience, we might have single handedly yeah. destroyed the market for uh, Dwayne Haskins buyers. Yeah, watch it go for twenty dollars or something. That's a pretty sick card, though. It, the card he's talking about is like a flawless with like a it's like a logo patch, right? Yeah, and is it a helmet? Is it a helmet or what is it? I think it's glove. Oh, okay. It's still pretty it's, cool. Yeah, and it's a PSA 10 pop one. From flawless PSA 10. Yeah, so a really tough grade too. It's not like you know your prism like pop whatever or something. Yeah, it's a tough grade, and it's uh yeah, I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea what it's gonna go for at all. No idea. Yeah, that's hard to price. It's an amazing card, just such a disappointing player. 
That would yeah, be kind yeah, of cool exactly. to see. Only guys I was saying I was saying kind of before we we got on the pod that I think there are only really three guys in my mind that have lived up to the preseason expectations. There were a ton of guys that are hyped. I think Tom Brady is, I don't know if you can call Tom Brady hyped, but like his cards were hot, but that's not necessarily off of like expectation expectations for future performance, but Mm -hmm. he, he lived up and Justin Herbert, I think maybe not to everything, everyone dreamed, but he's been pretty good. And Joe Burrow has greatly exceeded my expectations uh, because of how, I don't know how they're, how he's like as good as he is with the offensive line being absolutely trash. Yeah. I think that's the thing that's holding them back is like the Bengals are pretty bad of like an overall team. Oh yeah. They're not good. They are not a good team, but yeah, (laughs) yeah. he's definitely exceeded expectations for sure. And I think another one that I don't think any people saw coming as far as disappointment is wow. Mahomes prices are in the dumps i mean they're not as bad as they were like three weeks ago or something but i've heard all i hear from the i don't watch i've watched every steelers game and then like occasionally watch pieces of other games so like i don't watch a ton of football like red zone or anything but from what i hear from people that watch Mahomes, they say he just doesn't look the same it just it something looks wrong yeah and it's tough too because he really doesn't get a lot of help like when I was watching, it was like back to back plays where Tariq Hill had a drop. And then on the next play, it went right through Tariq Hill's hands and got picked off. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of those, but yeah, there are all in like the tip interceptions and stuff like that. But the, yeah. I, the fall off in the Mahomes market is honestly nuts. I, I, I don't know. Is it a buy to you? Would you buy Mahomes or? Would you, are you just um, like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm steering clear of this? I think I would, but like very. Do you have any Mahomes? For, I guess the first place to start. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's like the thing is like I have a – I just bought a Mahomes like a week ago. So like I Wait. can't say I buy Mahomes. Oh, yeah, you definitely can't then. <laughs> but I bought a red, white, and blue Prism Rookie PSA 10. Oh, that's actually a pretty nice card. Is that and, that has to be more than the silver, right? Um, less actually. Even though the pop <laughs> is the pop is lower, but it is less because aren't the silver PSA tens like they're the base? The silver's the base. Yeah, yeah, the silver. Yeah, but um, well, let's oh, still see. I'll check it out. It's not on card ladder, but I guess I if I if I really felt like it, I could go look for comps but i don't oh, really I, feel like I'm, yeah i'm pretty sure it's lost based on the available listings psa oh, 10 is oh. like oh it's way P- less psa 10 is like seven thousand dollars oh yeah the last yeah psa 10 did 77 mm-hmm. yeah i paid uh Not less i paid less i'll say this i paid less than four thousand Wow. Well, that's actually insane. What the heck? I had no idea they were that cheap. I mean, it doesn't look as cool, probably. But, but even like, I mean, like what I paid, like doesn't like super matter because like it's not like an online comps. So like, I don't really know. But like there is you can buy right now a red, white and blue 10 for five thousand five hundred on eBay. Yeah. Like there's one up for buy it now. Wow. So, yeah, he, 
which is kind of in the dumps because I believe silvers were at like 13,000 ish. Yeah, they were high. The silver was here. Let's see. Well, okay. So in, okay. So they bubbled up to about 13 and end of January, early February, but they sat comfortably in the 10 to 11 range for a long, for like a month. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, whichever you want to call the top there. Yeah. Now it's, so they're down. I mean, they're not like, yeah, I guess they're not like super far down. I don't know. It's not terrible, but they're definitely down. I mean, that's down a decent amount. And like, it doesn't yeah. have as much of the pop issues that some of this other stuff's had. Yeah. I also own an optic hollow PSA 10. Oh, that's actually a nice card. I really like that card. Yeah. I, I don't really know what to do with that card because I bought that card for like 600 bucks. Is like what I'm into that at. Oh, you could get rid of it whenever. Like, yeah, like I got it kind of early. So it's not like I really like care a ton. I but, just hold that. I, I, I well, I, I don't know. Actually, I might sell that to be honest. Yeah, I think I have it in I, my I, like, I have it in my like available case, like that I take to card shows and stuff. Like I would move it. If I owned one, I think it already would have been gone for me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if I could do it again, I would have sold it. <laughs> like, if I could go back in time, but I would still sell right now. What's wait? You yeah. say PSA ten? Yeah. I mean, that's probably worth think, a decent amount. I think like the thing is like I would sell it. I just don't want to sell it on eBay and take like a ten percent fee like hit. Like I would sell it in person and stuff, or like I would trade it fairly, and I would like. Like, I just don't want to, like, go and, like, sell it at, like, 80% or something like that, you know? No, I understand that. I I, I understand that. Yeah. So I'm a little more, like, hesitant. But, yeah, it's just kind of interesting. Like, I thought him falling would push Brady up, stuff up a little bit more. No, I don't know. Brady's close to the, the ceiling, in my opinion. I mean, this stuff can only push so high. Yeah, Brady's stuff is pretty crazy overall. I mean, Brady's stuff is through the roof. Yeah, Especially wonder... anything numbered. Man, oh man, do I oh, wish yeah. I'd bought in that gold. I wish I'd bought in that gold reserve. Or is that what it is? The upper deck gold reserve. Oh, yeah. When I bought my upper deck star rookie, I thought, man, that gold reserve looks nice. But it was like, I don't know, one and a half times the price. And it was like pushing the edges of my budget. And I was like, eh, but that's gone way up. And then the, my star rookie is just kind of been chilling, but yeah. that's okay. I mean, I like my star rookie, so no complaints. Yeah. That's a super nice card too. And it's a tough yeah. grade. Mine looks pretty good for a nine. That is the card. That's the best looking nine I have is that card. Okay. So yeah. I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice one to have. And I don't think, I mean, Brady stuff might not go up too much more, but it's definitely not coming down anytime soon. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm 100% on that, but. Well, like, I mean, there might be like the small, like little things. I'm more. Mean- I, I'm not as confident as you are in that, but. Really? You think there's yeah. like a 25, 30% drop like Mahomes? Really? That's interesting. Oh, yeah. I 100% think that. I, I, I. I understand that he doesn't have a – there's just so much stuff over so many years and so many steamed-up cards. And 
I don't know. I worry about my upper deck star rookie because it's like a base card technically and it gets swept up and like all that. But I think yeah. that has downside risk as like being a base card. I think like Bowman paper has downside risk and like stuff like that. And there is huge looming downside risk in my opinion, which is uh, I still think he's the best investment in football. Don't get me wrong, but there's downside risk in, in retirement which I think is underappreciated risk. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. That is the number one risk factor, and that's a 25 to 30%, in my opinion. I do agree with that because you can't watch him anymore. That's huge. That but, is enormous. Yeah, I, do think, I do think that is big, but I think Brady is to the league of, like, Jordan. Yeah, but the fact that you can't watch Jordan anymore like doesn't like super matter. And uh, I, there's a little bit of a difference in cultural relevance. I think. Yeah, well, that's true. I just think Brady is the same as far as like there are going to be so many documentaries produced about that dude. Like, I think it's just going to be unreal, like the amount of docs. And I think even the man in the arena, like I haven't seen it yet because it's not like super because what do you have to what do you have to watch that on to be on espn plus that was stupid by the way i don't know why they didn't put that on netflix like well last dance was but so once that finishes i think it could go like on a netflix i don't know how it all works but like once like all the episodes are aired they might like air it for free oh that's kind of what i've heard where it's like so like i that that's when i could see the real push is where people could watch it for free because like i like Brady is like one of my favorite athletes, but like, I'm not going to pay to watch that. No, I don't have ESPN plus. Like I, I honestly yeah. don't care to have ESPN plus. So same. Yeah. I don't, I don't care to have that either. So I'm not going to watch it until it's free, which like probably is like a little cheap of me, but whatever. well, you know, yeah. I, I, sometimes I feel like that. I've seen these uh, memes of like Leonardo DiCaprio, like, like throwing bills out a window. I don't maybe it's from Wolf of Wall Street. I've never watched Wolf of Wall Street, but it seems like those vibes. But um, yeah, we're yeah. But, but he's we're, like, and then it's like me spending money on sports cards. It's like throwing money into the wind, and then it's like me spending money on everything else. It's a man like counting a penny yeah. and like counting his stack of pennies, and that's oh, so that's, that's so relatable. Yep, that's definitely me, and that's why I won't watch the Brady documentary until it's free. <laughs> That is definitely me. Also, also you when bidding on that Steph Curry bid goes up by a hundred dollars or something. You're like, oh, that's fine. I'll just throw another hundred at it. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't throw another hundred at that Brady documentary that like I've never seen. And he's like my favorite athlete. Yeah. (laughs) It's like probably like six or seven dollars a month or something for ESPN plus. Like we could probably have it for like sub ten (laughs) dollars. Yeah. 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 I. Maybe I'll buy it for like one month after it all comes out. So then, and then watch you gotta watch them fast though, or else you could get charged for two months. You know I know I, I would have to like do a little binge like really fast. You could be out an additional six or seven dollars over a long <laughs> yeah, mistake like that. Yeah, I don't want to see how that would affect my card portfolio. Yeah, I mean talk about the 25 to 30 percent decline. Yeah. Um, you'd be you'd be ruined. Yeah, of something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the playoffs because, I mean, like like even you just said, like there's three guys that have really like done well like this season, but like only one of them can win. 
So yeah, this is true. I Brady legitimately could, and don't get me wrong. I am rooting for Brady to win. I am firmly in the camp of you root for greatness to like continue being great. Yeah, or like to be like all time. Yeah, like you root for the people that are the best to like do well, unless it's like against your team or something. But yeah. I don't envision the Steelers being in the Super Bowl. Uh, so, you know, I, no, <laughs> I, 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 I do think we can be in the playoffs. Uh, that I'm not giving up hope on that yet. I'm still excited about potential playoff hopes. But Yeah, that's what I was about to say is, like, rest assured for me, the Lions are mathematically eliminated. <laughs> yeah. So You got that one win, though. You got to win. Yep, we got to win. And a tie, so. Yeah, you it, did get that tie. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think that pretty much wraps up episode uh, 10 for this week. So, yeah, is there anything else that you wanted to? No, that's about it. I don't know when the NBA trade deadline is, but maybe we can. I don't think that's that close. That might be okay yeah, for hopefully, next week. Yeah, maybe we'll do like a little review of like some trades or something like that for the NBA uh, listeners. That'd be cool. Yeah, let's we Well, we'll have that next week, but I'm good for today. All right. It was fun. Yep. Thanks for uh, listening, everybody, and tune in next week for episode 11.